0: Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. I am Cole McGrath and I'm joined by Professor Oak. Oh, nice. Mm. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Streamcast underscore, subscribe to us on YouTube, Streamcast, and follow us on Twitch, Streamcast TV. Now what many people may not have known is that at the start, Streamcast had a Mixer account. But sadly, in July, Mixer was no more. But in this pod, we're gonna talk about what went wrong with Mixer. Now, our opinions may not be definitive and may not cover the whole story, but this is just a discussion. So, Isaac, in your opinion, what went wrong with Mixer? I think the main thing was the fact that
1: they weren't happy with their numbers and they didn't realize the effect a good community has and like I mean it's the obvious but just that that deal they did where they thought get a couple big names and you'll be fine well that's not the case because I mean for me personally if I'm watching someone on Twitch I'm probably like following other people as well um they're not on Mixer so I'll I'll watch that big name that I like and I'm just going to go back to to Twitch you're not going to get any more numbers from me um, but, yeah, I think they just didn't realize how what's more important is, like, a strong community. Um, and I think that's that's what it is. Uh, they just had everything in the wrong place. Like, they had, um, I think, a better interface and a better user experience than Twitch. Like, everything that Mixer had was arguably better. They just weren't patient. Um, I think that's what I've done them in like really and truly, especially now, because literally they, they massively shot themselves in the foot because unfortunately we are in this epidemic and like there has been massive amounts of growth. Um, And the numbers have absolutely shown this, like I do have some numbers here. And like according to Twitch tracker, the average uh, viewership in March 2020 was like 1.6 billion, it went up to 2.4 billion in the next month for obvious reasons. And then it, it did dip to 2.1 in July, but that's the lowest it's been like ever since. It's now at 2.9 billion right now. Jeez. Um, and Mixer would have experienced that as well, even more so now because, like, I'm seeing people enjoy these services a lot more as a, as a way to cope. Um, it's nice to have you know a little hub. Uh, Discords are getting more full. Um, people are communicating more and more online. And literally, Mixer had just been a little bit patient. Um, To be fair, there were a lot more issues in the company, and we can discuss that later. Um, But just as an overview, uh, if Mixer had been a bit patient, I think they would have been in a better position right now.
0: Yourself? Yeah, I think that was very well put by yourself, Isaac. I agree. I think Mixer were their own worst enemy here because what they did was they entered into a sector that already had a dominant leader. So what they had to do was prove that they were different and stick around long enough to see the market share balance out, and they didn't really do that. So there were a lot of people that said Mixer was, I think, had a better interface. I think you said it. Um, They used faster than light, I can't remember how exactly, but apparently their latency speed was really low, which is a big positive to streamers. Mm. And the thing is, streamers did like to go onto Mixer. The only thing is people weren't watching. Mm -hmm. So there was your first problem. How do you get these viewers who are on Twitch or YouTube and get them onto Mixer? And there were several different options, but Mixer chose the WCW option. (laughs) Where they like sign the biggest star and throw money at them. So there are a lot of parallels because I used to grow up a big wrestling fan. And this was before my time. I think I started really understanding stuff around 2003. So I just missed the Monday Night War between WWF or WWE and WCW. And what WCW did was they signed Hulk Hogan. They signed Scott Hall. They signed Kevin Nash. They signed the biggest stars that the WWF had and just threw money at them, expecting everything to be okay. And it had very short-term success. WCW was beating WWE in the ratings week in, week out. But then it didn't have the lasting effect that they thought it would have. Egos got in the way. All of that money drained WCW. And what we saw is WCW closing down. And I think that's what we saw with Mixer here. Mixer signed Ninja to a $30 million per year contract or whatever, thinking that would solve Mixer's problem. But what it actually did, Ninja's followers would jump over to Mixer to watch Ninja's streams. And as soon as Ninja stream ended, they'd go back to Twitch. Because those viewers had no interest in Mixer, they only had an interest in Ninja. That was the second problem that Mixer failed to solve. There was a lot of opportunity, I feel, for Mixer to show that they were the alternative. And especially how Twitch has a lot of controversy with how they choose their punishments. They like to ban a lot of streamers, some justly, some unfairly. And Mixer could have really been the land of opportunity, the other. And they didn't really capitalize on that. I remember using Mixer and straight away, it just looks really uninviting. It looks boring. Like the homepage, the color scheme, it doesn't look pleasant at all. Whereas Twitch had a much more pleasant color scheme. And I don't know if it's because of the bright colors, the white and the purples, but... I wouldn't mind chilling on Twitch, looking for streamers to just watch, as opposed to Mixer, I would very much go on there to watch my friend stream and then jump off. And I think that was what the problem was in a nutshell. So I did a bit of research into this and year on year, 2019 to 2020, Twitch, had a 100% growth. They went from 750 million hours watched to 1.5 billion hours watched on their platform. YouTube had a 60-ish percent growth year on year, and Facebook had a noticeable growth as well. But Mixer only grew 0.2% year on year. And when you look at that, it makes sense as to why Microsoft folded that big
1: investment did nothing
0: yeah really i feel they should have invested in a lot of small streamers Mm
1: -hmm. because basically like so my research when i was researching into this like it, it became less research and more like looking into the streamers themselves well i guess that is research um but it wasn't the research i thought it would be uh so basically like a lot of them put so much time and money and effort into it And literally, if they had invested into their people who who kept the thing going, I think they'd be fine. Like, hearing things about it. Like, one guy, I think he he found that his um, grandfather died when he was on Mixer during the stream. And I think he dealt with that and then he came back to stream. And I think he did that because his grandfather, like, gave him all the tools he needed to stream. And it was just really important to him. And he built a community there. Someone else did the same thing. Someone Ox was banned on Twitch. So here's the thing: I only have her side of the story, so like I'm not gonna fully be on her side. So take this is this is uh, objective, basically. She was banned on Twitch for silly reasons because I think the first time she didn't like have a verified account, and they did something that broke TOS, and then their account just went, and they thought it was technical difficulties. And then she realized what happened, and then they had a discussion. Fair enough, what happened again, and then something happened next time she was apparently she was dancing and it was it was done for like something being too sexual and then the last time I can't remember the word she used it's actually a word for this but she was review bombed by someone not review bombed but she was flagged flag bombed there's a word for it I don't remember but some people in her chat did this because someone got banned um and then she lost her account for that now the funny thing is This same guy got his account taken off because he was bragging about it. And for that reason, he lost his account. But she couldn't get her account back, which was weird. So Twitch has now done her dirty. She's come over to Mixer. Just on that alone, she's never going back to Twitch. Just on that alone. She's here at Mixer. She's built her community. She's living her life. And then literally, and she said something, and obviously this is common knowledge, but like her, she was a partner, and even the staff that worked there, didn't know anything about this until they dropped that tweet. That was the first everyone heard about it. And that's a terrible way to communicate with your partners, the people who are, like, building up your platform. And, like, even even paying these big names to come over to Mixer, I feel like I would I would be pissed at that fact alone. I can't really speak on this because I'm not a Mixer partner myself. But, I mean, I don't think Mixer partners were getting any of that kind of source or, or goodness. And like, as you said, like it just really feels that they didn't they didn't value their partners, and that's such a problem. Because listening to all of them, it was clear they had built big communities, thriving communities that really enjoyed what they did, that really enjoyed their streams, and were just there for them. So you know how you said people would go to to Mixer and then go back to Twitch after they were done with the big names. I feel like it was it was that kind of energy but with some of the partners on Mixer, they had that strong following. And if they did go on Twitch, it'd only be for a bit. And when their stream was like going, they'd come straight back to Mixer. And I think that disconnect is what cost them. Just to go on the back of what you're saying, um, yeah, they really should have invested more in the people they had instead of wasting so much on people who gave them a 0.2% increase in growth. <laughs> what an absolute waste. And to back up what you said, so between 2018 and 2019, Twitch had a year-on-year growth of 20%. Um, that sounds small, but they increased by over a billion. It's just because they're huge, so like, yeah. good for them. A mixer, on the other hand, they had a year-on-year growth of 149%. Now, that may only be a 200 million increase, which is considerably smaller, but the growth was there. And then from 2019 to 2020, that just changed like massively. And it goes to show, like, just just be patient and, like, take your time with it and you'll get something that works. And it's just a real shame because, I mean, you really enjoyed it. Our friend Jack really enjoyed Mixer. I think Sean was using Mixer as well. We knew a couple people on Mixer really enjoying the experience. And then this happened. And it's such a shame because the general consensus I got from watching a lot of uh, streamers from Mixer was, They really loved it. There was so much goodwill. There was so much faith in the platform. And in one tweet, that was all ruined. And it's such a shame to see.
0: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) When you think about it, as soon as lockdown was a thing, Mixer gave $100 to all of their partners. And you're thinking, ah, what a great place to be at. And then you discover some other stuff. So you mentioned where the partners weren't treated right. And this leads into our first controversial moment for Mixer where a black employee at Mixer decided to leave because his manager used a weird analogy. So the analogy was basically the person referred to the Mixer partners as their slaves. And they thought that was an appropriate term to use. Mm bear in mind that this black employee was pulled apart, pulled aside at a meeting to be told, the only reason you are here is for affirmative action. You are street mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think that slave analogy was an accident at all. I would hazard a guess that eye contact would have been made when that comment was, was said, cause he was there. Mm. And first of all, hella racist. You are crapping on your one black employee, which which is stupid as well, because they make up like 12% of the population in America. Why do you only have one employee? That's a whole other issue. You are also crapping on all of your partners, making you money. You are outright calling them slaves. Where is the sense?
1: It's and no it's, sense of
0: that. It's either, you know, the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing, or this. Brand having a really nice outgoing personality to the public, and then being really cold, with harsh and evil internally. And the two, the two sides, they don't mesh. Something had to give. But
1: mm-hmm. it did, and it 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 was a little bit deeper as well, because the guy spoke to his. I think he said it was a skip manager or a line manager. Uh, I'm going to say line manager. Yeah. That's what we have here in the UK. And told him this and other instances. And then eventually when he had to go to HR, apparently they were shocked to hear all of this because it was never passed on to them. This was never communicated.
0: So it runs deep. It ran yeah. deep. I read that HR found that the person in question had done nothing wrong.
1: Oh, oh Would you like to tell people uh, the reasoning? Because I thought this was fucking stupid. I don't know um, the reasoning.
0: What's the reasoning?
1: Well, basically, oh, Basically, hold on, I'm thinking about a different person. Not the manager. Okay, never mind. Um, okay. I was thinking of the person who said the line. But the person who said the line, I, maybe they are the same person. I'd need to read it again. But basically, the, the main reason why X person didn't do anything wrong was because they hired a black person. Therefore, they could not be racist.
0: That is some OJ little defense. What kind of Yo. shit is that? If oh, the girl does not fit, you must have quit. Come on now. You, what? What? Yeah, it was a bit mad. I think um, racism has one dimension and one look. What? look Runs deep. Runs very, very deep. So, this is why brands like us exist because this is institutional racism and it just goes that deep. So you have the racist act and then if you try to complain about it, nothing happens. There's no justice here. And that's really disappointing. That that, that put me off Mixer Mm. and it put a lot of streamers off of Mixer because when that tweet was made public, a lot of streamers came out in support and said, I'm never doing another stream for Mixer. I'm deleting my Mixer account right now. You can catch me on Twitch Mm. and stuff (laughs) like that. So I'm really glad that Society has become smarter on average. But that is another nail in the coffin for Mixer. That's horrible. You can't come back from that. I mean, you shouldn't be able to, but
1: some people come back from it, which is a
0: shame. (laughs) Well, I mean, the WCW thing again. Hulk Hogan was exposed for being a massive racist a few years ago. And it just hasn't been the same. Real American doesn't hit the same anymore. So, yeah, we'll put no. it that way. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know if I can watch. I think it's called Three Ninjas knuckle Down. don't think I'll watch that again. don't know if you know about it, but you know how, like, these wrestlers like to go into film and whatnot? Yeah. Um, I think, like, he had this thing where, I don't know, there were these, like, three kids, and they were, like, being ninjas or whatever. And then, like, Hulk Hogan was there as well, and he was just one of the main characters, one of the, just help them out in the film, and uh, I loved it as a kid.
0: Can't go back to it now. Yeah, I can't. I you no, know, I I really don't like seeing him on my screen. And he came back recently. I mm. think he put a tweet out or something saying he thought that the younger folk were afraid that he was coming for this spot, not realizing that they remembered his racist comments. Ah, <laughs> uh, This is why a lot of, especially older people, are just racist, because they don't even think anything of it. It's just the norm. Yeah. Which which needs to change. Out of touch. It just makes me think that no one at Mixer really knew what they were doing. It makes me think whether they were properly backed by Microsoft slash Xbox. Because unless you told me, I wouldn't have guessed Mixer was owned by Microsoft. Yeah. I don't think they did well enough to communicate that fact. So there is another problem wrong with Mixer, in my opinion. Everyone knows, more or less, that Twitch is owned by Amazon. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, you get quite a lot of perks. You know, you get a free Twitch sub and you get extra gaming perks. And I don't know if Mixer totally used the facilities that they could have because you got Xbox Game Pass, which is by far the best deal in gaming. And I don't know if they properly integrated that into the system, I can't remember that. I can't remember it. A lot was left on the
1: table, clearly. A lot was just left on the table, and it's such a shame. Because imagine if Mixer was still about, and you had like the Xbox Series X coming out, and you had Game Pass, and you could just all do it straight from your Xbox. That's all you needed, Mm -hmm. imagine. Wouldn't even need a gaming PC, nothing like that. It'd be smooth. Like. Mixer had the zero latency, like how accessible that would make streaming for people, especially now, especially when it's like on the rise. It, it's just such bad timing from Mixer. But I mean, after hearing like everything happening internally, I can't feel too bad. And we have Twitch. So
0: here <laughs> I, we are. I, yeah, I, I can't lie. I don't feel anything for them because I can't stand racists. I can't stand racism mm-hmm. and to participate in such bold racism. I don't think I can defend that and I can't shed any tears for you. It's vile. How many years has it been? And you're still having that mentality. It's sad. And it's not just the person who said the line. It's also the people defending them because there's no way someone tells you that. And you straight away go, nah, that's bull. The one black person is telling you that this person said something racist to them. And you're like, nah, nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just take your paycheck at the end of the month. They're also competitive. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know whether it makes a useful opportunity of Xbox, like you could have had, if you have an Xbox, you can subscribe to someone for free. Mm -hmm. Like they do on Twitch. You could have had, you get access to all the Game Pass to stream for Mixer. You get early access to games if you have an Xbox slash Mixer account. Like, there's so many things they could have done and didn't. And as you said, it's money on the table. Money on the table is going to cost you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you being stingy or you're not thinking outside of the box, it's, it's cost them because... Mixer would have experienced massive growth right now. Yeah. But here's the thing. Maybe maybe one day they can come
1: back. Because when the Xbox came out, it did well enough. It wasn't amazing. Then the 360 came out and changed the game. This was Microsoft's first attempt into streaming. And, I mean, you know, like, with maybe a different leadership team, they had something great. I think it's now been integrated with Facebook. So I... I so that means I don't know what's become of it because I, I don't even use Facebook. I don't really know anyone who does. But I don't know, maybe they'll make a comeback one day. Maybe we'll, we'll get something good uh, and there'll be a complete restructure. and we can go from there.
0: And maybe. then Twitter will have a competitor again. Maybe. I'm not holding my breath. Oh, neither <laughs> and, am I. Mm. And I'm not going back to Mixer if they ever show their faces again just because... I think I'm very burnt from that scandal. They would need a name change at least. A logo change. Yeah, Yeah, new branding. They would need Mm. new management. And I don't know how easy that would be now since they are now a part of Facebook gaming. And you're right, we don't use Facebook here much. I don't use it at all. So I'm not going to Facebook gaming for any reason. But I feel there might be parts of the world that do use Facebook a lot. So I have a, a lot of family in Nigeria who do use Facebook quite regularly. And I feel like it's more marketed to that kind of sector. Mm-hmm. And I feel maybe if Mixer had looked at things that way in the beginning, they could have been in a better position than they are now. Whereas Twitch pretty much dominates the West. Maybe Mixer could have targeted places like Africa, places like South America, places like Asia and Try to double down in places like that. But if you're going for the same amount of money as your competitor, I I mean, you're going for a smaller amount of return, really. Mm. Just
1: be humble. Be humble. Stay in your lane. Work slowly. (laughs) Organic growth, organic communities. That's what it is. You can't buy it.
0: Yeah. I think it ultimately burns down to them not being patient enough. And I think they had a really whack plan. Wasn't well thought out in my opinion, and that's really sad. So, let's talk about people who were the most notable. Well, there's only one I can think of. The when Mixer said they were shutting down, they offered Ninja and someone else, Shroud, chump- I believe, Shroud, yeah, mm-hmm. the opportunity to join Facebook Gaming, and of course, they said no because wow. they had right. sent so Mixer had to pay. Ninja, $30 million. <laughs> yep. And they paid Shroud like $10 million? Something like that. I don't What's know. That ballpark?
1: It was high. And to be fair, I mean, like, do I go to a platform that I don't really care about and I don't think my audience will go to? Or do I take a big fat payout and go back to a different platform that I know my audience will go It was a no-brainer. It
0: was a no brainer I don't understand why they thought they'd go for Facebook (laughs) completely mad I think yeah I think that's a huge miscalculation on their part and now Ninja's laughing because he's got 30 million he doesn't even have to think about because he's got money from sponsorships and stupid other deals that are just paying him massively he's back on Twitch now which is the biggest streaming platform on the planet so he's winning he's laughing they're all laughing I would have loved to have seen Mix's plan because they threw 30 million at Ninjas for him to join. So you must have had some sort of vision or long-term goal. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that discussion. I think they did. I, I think they thought that would just bring
1: over numbers and they'd be fine. I genuinely think that's because I, I didn't see anything else on it. I went down the rabbit hole of like looking at other streamers' experiences, but I didn't see anything else on it. Um, they just wanted to get a bigger client base in, and that failed miserably. I think they just didn't understand how streaming worked. Yeah, Genuinely, I think that's it. They had that the, a good show, the wrong
0: team on, yeah. on the job. And I mean, they were doing from the start. Then you put in the wrong people in in front of this new cutting edge technology, innovating sector. YouTube has been around for years, but now we've got a different. Not a direct competitor, but we've got this different service. Hmm. Mixer really could have capitalised on that a lot more. And uh, I think you're right. I think they just had the wrong people in charge. So obviously we've taken a big dump on Mixer. Do you have any positive memories on Mixer?
1: I think that's where just a lot of people I know, yourself included, just got started. And I guess that was pretty cool. It was good to see my friends flourish and just enjoyable. That's it. about yourself
0: yeah i agree i think it was fun to see sean and jack cut their teeth on streaming Mm -hmm. using a platform that is close to them because they were big xbox fans that's true still are really so that's been really nice to see and i guess it was kind of cool to be the other crew you know a bit hipster but having interested other streaming platforms and you know well i actually know more than just twitch so there i think that was pretty nice but Mm. i think with mixer going down twitch was inevitable for all of us now you know you can see jack on twitch you can see sean on twitch and you can see us on twitch where where else is there in our location the only place you're going to get any numbers is youtube Mm. and i guess that is where we went after when Mixer was shut down, we kind of stayed on YouTube. And I think we were a bit anxious of Twitch's severity of punishments. Mm. um, Because we had heard a lot of stories about Twitch banning people, not giving them back their accounts, not not suspending them, just straight up deleting their accounts. And that kind of put me off personally. So I wanted to grow the YouTube brand a lot. But At a point i started to realize we were plateauing Mm. so then we had the meeting and we went over to twitch where we've had great growth um we've hit affiliate status and we've got 150 plus followers now so we're really thankful for that and i think our growth on twitch would have been a lot slower if we had stayed on mixer if mixer was still a thing and we stayed there so i guess yeah that's true yeah so i guess in hindsight i'm happy we went to twitch And you know, knock on wood, so far it's been good. It's been blessed, Um, haven't got into trouble so far. So (laughs) long may it continue. Long may it continue. Do you have any lasting thoughts on Mixer? Not really, you know, I mean, from what I
1: read up and watched about other streamers, a couple of them found Twitch to be quite toxic and Mixer was just a nice alternative with a friendlier
0: community. And it's just a shame that's gone. Yeah, because I think Ninja actually used that in his statement, or his wife did, his manager. Mm -hmm. They said part of the reason that they jump ship to Mixer was because of the toxicity on Twitch. So I guess that's a valid point, yeah. So any closing remarks from you? I guess it's shown me what not to do in terms of businesses, branding. It's taught me not to be a massive racist, which is surprisingly not difficult Mm, Um, That's some good advice right there, don't be racist Don't be racist, if you take anything from Streamcast Don't be racist, that's our mission statement We long for a world where no one is racist And we are going to fight until that happens Don't be racist (laughs) I guess it's also taught me that If you want to be a big player You have to have a long term goal As well as a short term one don't think that you're going to solve all your problems by throwing money at it because that will get you growth that is not organic and at the end of the day you'll just harm yourself and I think it's shown me to always taught me that there's nothing wrong with success taking a long time. More likely if it takes a long time it's because you're going to earn it, you're going to fill every follower, every cent, every penny that you receive and If you get something quickly, you're more likely to lose it quickly. If you get something slowly, you're more likely to cherish it and lose it slowly. Yeah, I agree with that. It's all about the long game with Streamcast.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. Just enjoy the process.
0: Absolutely. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. I think, yeah, positivity, patience, and I guess not being entitled, enjoying and being grateful for every little victory means a lot. Because it's, it's a brave world, you know, to put your face out there, to put your voice out there, to put your ideas out there to people that we know can be either lovingly constructive or just downright poison. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot. So I think it is important for consumers to t- to bear that in mind as well as content creators. And I think we'll round up there. Earlier, I did mention that there were some perks if you have Amazon Prime. So if you do have Prime, you're allowed one free sub on Twitch. And we'd be oh so grateful if you use that on Streamcast TV on Twitch. It costs you nothing. If you have Prime, you can subscribe to us for free each month. And that is where you can catch our streams where we'll be streaming every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can also subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, and Instagram at Streamcast underscore And I leave you with this question. If you had a Mixer account, what was your experience like? And did you go to Facebook? Did you go to YouTube? Did you go to Twitch? And why? Let us know. And one more thing. I wanted to give a massive shout-out to our American listeners because over the past 12 months, we've experienced 150% growth in the United States. So we are really grateful for all the new listeners. Let us know what your favourite pods have been and um, what little quirks of ours do you like and dislike. Let us know. But that will do it for this edition of the Streamcast, another shorter pod. We'll see if we can keep the trend going for the whole year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Until the next one, please take care of yourself and your loved ones. Stay safe and keep on gaming. Take care. See you.